This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, and this is Open Line Friday, the last Open Line Friday, the last show that we have of 2022. The number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. You can call about anything that you would like today. We will change the subject just for you. If you have something on your mind, a new story, maybe there's a Bible verse or a Bible question you've got, something going on that you want to talk about, 888-528-2557. You can join the conversation or change the conversation, 888-528-2557. We only do that on Fridays, but it's a great opportunity to hear from you. And one of the questions I'm asking you to do Uh, to answer is to call up and say, hey, how were you most blessed in 2022? What was the best thing that happened to you? What are you praising God for because of 2022? 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Jader, welcome to Southern California Live. Is it Jader? Yes, it is. All right, Jader. How are you doing today? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, I just want to say that I'm blessed. Um... I turned 40 this year, and I'm healthy. I have an amazing wife. Um, I became a teacher this year. Oh, good uh, for you. Maybe by, uh, thank you. And, I mean, God has blessed me uh, with so many things, and I just want to say that I'm extremely grateful. And then my wife, um, can she give a shout-out to my pastor? Uh, sure. <laughs> thank you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for opening the line. You're welcome. What's your uh, name? My name's Anai. Oh, welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, our pastor, just a few months ago, he went for a regular checkup, and that checkup ended up being an open-heart surgery. Mm. And he came out and was able to spend Christmas at home. He's recovering, and I'm just very blessed that he's still with us. And yeah. Well, I'm glad. And also, sorry, <laughs> also, um, my brother-in-law, he's at home. He was able to spend, he was in deployed so he's back at home he's that was a big blessing so many things so many things you know california not experiencing these yeah the fires the fires that we usually get yeah, it was, it was and, better this year wasn't it <laughs> yes yeah. way more there's a lot to be grateful for when you really think about it it was you know in some ways maybe 2022 a, a hard year but there's a, still a lot of things to be grateful for Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Jader, what were you before you were a teacher? Uh, I was working as a substitute teacher. Oh, a substitute. So you finally became the full-time teacher. A full-time teacher, yeah. All right. Good. Uh, teaching AP Bio. <laughs> All right. Good for you. Good for you. Well, congratulations on that. I'm glad that that happened for you in 2022. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks for calling Southern California Live. It is Open Line Friday, and uh, that means we'll take any subject that you want and uh, anything you want to talk about in the news, everything going on. There's a lot of things to talk about today. I'll get into a couple more things here in just a minute. But one of the things that um, I think would be a good thing to do today, our last show of the year, is to give thanks for whatever your best blessing was for 2022. What was it? Uh, what was the best thing about 2022? 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557 is the number. You can also send me an email at SoCalLive at KKLA. 
Com. All right, lots of things in the news, and uh, you know, certainly throughout any year, there are some some difficult stories or uh, some sad stories. One of the things in the news today is uh, they made a arrest of a murder suspect uh, who is accused of killing those four college students up in Moscow, Idaho. These tragic murders took four young, vibrant lives from our community. Nothing we do can bring them back. The only thing that we can do in law enforcement to honor their memories that we know of is to bring this to a successful conclusion. This has been a very difficult time for the families, the university, the community, and the state of Idaho. However, it is also proven that communities come together in tough times. You know, that's something that is is true, is that communities do come together in difficult times. And that's happening up there. I don't know if you followed the story, but these four college students uh, were murdered at night by a knife point in the middle of the night um, in uh, November. And until recently, apparently, we don't know, there's be different parts of the story, I think, come out here pretty soon. But it looked like for a long time that investigators had no idea what happened. And uh, it's a horrifically sad story. When I when I hear this, I just think to myself, you know, the worst things that have happened to me in my life are nowhere near what the parents of these kids are experiencing. And uh, we just need to pray for, for them. But I am grateful that there has been an arrest, assuming this is the right guy. And uh, that is something that's all over the news and kind of just uh, breaking right now. But apparently a uh, uh, is somebody who uh, is a... They picked him up in in Pennsylvania, and they think that he is somebody who actually is a a doctorate student, if I'm reading this correctly, if I got this correct, Ph.D. student in the Department of Criminal Justice and Criminology at Washington State University, which is not very far away from uh, the state line of the University of Idaho where these murders happened. it's a terrible story and uh, what's happening there. So I guess that'll play out here. But I am glad that there will be... Uh, if he's the guy, um, that he was caught. Um, that matters, right? It is a, we, there's so much conversation about justice that we have in our culture today, and some of it is good, some of it's not. It's not justice being done when you don't find out what happened, when somebody is not accountable for this crime. It's not justice, and at least these families uh, who would rather not even have this experience Hopefully, if he is the guy, if they convict him, if he really is the guy, is the guy. That's been a wild story and just scary that people wouldn't know that that something like that would happen and people weren't sure, you know, who did it. So uh, gratefully, he was captured. I'm thankful at least for that, for uh, that community and especially the families of these uh, students who were who were killed. 888-528-2557, open line Friday. We'll talk about anything that's on your mind today. So you can call about any subject. But one of the the subjects that I am proposing for you is tell us how you are blessed. What is the greatest thing that happened to you uh, during 2022? 888-528-2557. Steve in Redondo Beach, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott, thank you. I'm just uh, thankful for a group of men at our church that uh, continued to meet, and uh, we studied the Bible throughout the year, met every uh, every week, just hung out, and talked about the Lord and just kind of looked after each other and shared. And it was just a really, really wonderful, wonderful year. Oh, that's, that is great. It's so good to have that kind of community, isn't it? It is great to have it. It, uh, uh, it's the second year we, we, uh, 
went through COVID as well, and I think it was a lifeline during a time that was really difficult for everyone. So um, just uh, hanging out with with uh, people and men that love the Lord, it's uh, it, it was truly uh, a blessing this year. So what do you do, you. Steve, when you get together with uh, these guys? We um, will... Uh, Pick a book of the Bible. Uh, we went through Revelation last year, which was uh, which was a great uh, a great study. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we went through the Gospels. Um, just uh, we'll go a chapter at a time. We'll uh, sometimes go through two chapters, just depending on uh, where we are, and um, just uh, share with. Um, uh, with each other, what uh, what passages mean, and uh, pray for each other, and uh, so just again, just really a, a, a warm, rewarding time to be together. What would you say to uh, guys who are listening who are saying, "Gosh, I really wish I had a men's group like that"? How how do they get one started? You know, um, I, I know this <laughs> may sound uh, a bit strange, but uh, praying praying about it. I think in the church uh, there are uh, there are men that are, are like minded that are really um, open to to meeting and want to meet. So I think um, just praying and asking the Lord to identify uh, some men in your church that are that are interested in in uh, getting together in a in a very um, um, you know, f- uh, kind of a, a free and casual atmosphere to uh, to just just get together and, and hang out. And uh, uh, the the pastor was uh, can be good at uh, putting uh, people together as well. But uh, I think just um, uh, putting putting it out there that you uh, are are interested, meet meet people uh, at church, uh, uh, kind of get out there and shake their hand and introduce yourself. And uh, certainly, uh, the Lord will will open up the doors to uh, to to build friendships and, yeah. and build relationships with other men. Steve, I think that's great advice: is to to pray. Um, and I I think people uh, see that as maybe uh, somewhere a lot further down the list, but that's the place to start, isn't it? When you're looking for friendship, you're looking for that kind of camaraderie, um, and it's harder for guys. Uh, it just is, it is and, harder and for guys. much harder, you know. Uh, you know, and I think it shouldn't be right because if you've got a women's group at your church, it's probably all decorated and they got tablecloths and and you know, for guys, all you really need is a half-eaten box of chips ahoy and you got a group. Sounds like you've been to our church. <laughs> you know, trust me, it's a man thing. In fact, I know it's not as spiritual, but when I asked you what's the key to starting a men's group, I thought you might say bacon. Uh, but the <laughs> the right answer is prayer, and the bacon and chips ahoy can come later. Uh, Happy New Year, Steve. I'm really glad for your men's group, and uh, tell them all I say hi. Appreciate your time. Thanks so much. All right. God bless you, Steve. Have a great one. 888-528-2557. It is Southern California Live Open Line Friday, and that means we'll take your call on any subject. So if you're listening, if you've ever had a Bible question or you've got a question about the news or comments you want to make, we do that on Fridays. The subject of today is what is your greatest blessing in 2022. And let's end the year by uh, sharing those things. I think it's a important thing to do. Great call there by Steve, right? Just thankful for his group of guys to meet with. It it matters. And, you know, let's be truthful. A lot of us don't have that. And begin with prayer. That was exactly the right advice. 888-528-2557 is the number. Colleen in San Diego, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, 
Hi. Thank Hi, you Colleen. for taking my call. Happy New Hi. Year. Happy New Year. I really enjoy your your show and you the show has really helped me grow as a in my walk as a Christian oh, well, and I just you. wanted to thank you guys and actually K Praise down here. So KPRZ in so San Diego. You. Great people there at that station by the way who are listening right now. Oh, thanks. It's it's awesome. Yeah. And so um well I am grateful. It's been a bittersweet year, I'd have to say. Mm. Um we bought a, our second home that we moved into that's near my dad and my brothers, about five minutes. And my mom passed away a week after we closed escrow. Mm. So it was, um, am I allowed to be excited or am I not? You know, a lot of emotions right. and reflection at that time on, you know, how it works. And so it's, it's been a moment of, it's been a year of adjustment. And yeah. so I'm just really grateful for that time to reflect and actually listen to the shows and and how I want to go from here and your own childhood. And, you know, it's just a lot of processing. So I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. As I, you know, as we grow in our walk and our life. And I'm a little nervous <laughs> talking to you. I've never <laughs> talked on the radio. So Well, that's okay. Just think it's just you and me. We're just having a conversation. <laughs> It's like a massive, a massive party line that they used to have, though. And, uh, well, you know what, Colleen, thank you for sharing that story. I'm real sorry about your mom. And uh, my mother-in-law passed away earlier this year. And uh, so we're kind of dealing with some of that, that grief and wondering what to, you know, how to process it as a Christian, right? Right. Well, let me give you, right. yeah, let me give you a verse here, you know, that I think, uh, it speaks to me. It's brothers and sisters. It's First Thessalonians four thirteen. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. I think that's really the key right there. Is it doesn't say don't grieve, but don't grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. We have hope. We have hope for us. And I don't know if your mom was uh, was your mom a believer. I think so. Um, she was raised Catholic, but, you know, when you watch a loved one, when you're preparing, you're never really prepared, but when you do know it's going in that direction, my whole philosophy was, like, no regrets. So when I would visit her, I would pray Bible verses over her. I would, you know, talk to her about prayer and salvation. And I felt really good that God um, put us at that time together to really be able to honor and glorify Him so that I would know that here on earth, what I could do, I did, you yeah. know, and, and, and where she's at with God, that's between her and him. But we did pray and we did, um, everything that mankind could do in a sense. Yeah. But, um, I left there with peace every time I left Well, and, that's and a... I feel like that's, you know, that's the goal. Right. And yeah. I feel like God would give me that peace. And just like you said, it, it's up to Jesus. And we are not a we are not a people without hope. We're not a people who um, believe in a a grace that is something that uh, you have to achieve, which isn't grace at all. Um, and uh, you know, I think that's a really good thing and a good place to place your place your hope. Exactly. Yeah. It's been it's 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 life, and you really live life differently when you experience the world and then you experience the hope that we do have in Christ and and all the different people that we do touch 
every day, yep. you know, realizing or not realizing. And so, um, so I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I'm grateful for all of the lessons that this year has brought and um, making new normals and just being happy that we do have hope. That's right. You know, it's just, you know, so I just wanted to reflect on that with you and, and I appreciate your show and I just wish you a happy new year, you well, and your family. Thank you, Colleen. And uh, hey, can we send you a book? We're giving out yeah, a book that's... like one a day. We'll we'll pick you for today. If you hold on, my <laughs> producer will get your uh, information. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. God bless you, Colleen, and a happy new year to you. And uh, this is Open Line Friday, and you can call about any subject you want, but the conversation that we are having is, what is your greatest blessing of 2022? What would you like to give thanks to the Lord for? What are the things that you're going to remember as blessings in 2022? The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. Also, it is Open Line Friday, and uh, that means that you can call about anything you want. So if you want to change the subject, if you've just got a burning question or a comment about something in the news or maybe a Bible question or maybe you just want to share your New Year's resolutions, something like that, give us a call, 888-528-2557. I think that it's a big topic, this idea that we have hope, that as Christians, if you know Jesus Christ, that we really do have hope. We don't have to grieve like the rest of mankind, as Paul writes in First Thessalonians. It doesn't mean you don't grieve when you have a loss, but we have hope. It's not just the end. It's not just it. One of, the, one of my favorite, you know, as a pastor for 25 years, I did a lot of funerals, and, you know, a funeral is a wonderful place really to minister to people, right? People are wide open to uh, hearing the gospel and they have questions. And if they're not believers, you've got a lot of questions right about this. I did a funeral one time for a guy and it was in a church, but the family was was not Christian or they were kind of nominally Christian. And it was very, this very somber sort of ceremony while I'm sitting there and, and people were sharing things. It was not... Uh, you know, if you called it a celebration of life, it didn't really seem like it, okay, if you're kind of following me there. Well, this guy's brother got up, and his brother said, you know, we're in the church, and I, I feel like it's wrong to stand up here and lie about what's going on, so let's agree on something. Uh, he's in hell. He went to hell. That's what he said. <laughs> he goes, he went to hell. And he says, now I'm going to tell you why. And then he started talking about all the fun this guy had in his life. And then he started talking about partying and drinking and drugs and women and all of this stuff. And people, in all these stories he's telling, this guy was a pretty wild guy. And everyone kind of laughed and everything. And uh, I was right after him. And I got up and I said, you know, and the mood had changed in there. And I said, well, let me tell you something. Uh, at the end of the day, we don't know that he's in hell because we don't know what might have happened in his last moments. We don't know what kinds of things that God might have been doing in his life. We don't know who was talking with him. We don't know that a chaplain at the hospital, he died in the hospital, didn't share the gospel with him. We don't know that at some point as a kid, he went to camp and uh, gave his life to Jesus, but maybe he didn't really mean it, didn't really live it out, but remembered that in his last uh, days and repented we don't know anything. And I got to share the gospel with this group of people and the hope that, hey, you know what, for what we know, you know, we're not too confident that he's with the Lord, but at the same time, that's not up to us. And what we have to do is is hope. Some of the people there were believers in this family, some were not. And, you know, that's kind of where we are. We don't grieve like the rest of mankind because we always have hope. There is 
And it's up to Jesus, not up to us. And you never know. I prayed with them. I prayed with a lot of people and their, their last breaths were coming. And, you know, once in a while I was, I would pray for people and they're on the machine and they're breathing heavily. And uh, most of the time they don't really respond that much, but uh, I've prayed for some people who do. And I don't know. I don't know if that's because they're listening um, or if it's because God's doing something in their mind. But um, I leave sometimes thinking, I think that person heard the gospel. And it's not up to me. It's completely up to the Lord. I don't know all the stuff that's going on, but I have hope. That's what we get to do. We get to have hope. We get to share hope. That's the hope of the gospel, that Jesus died for our sins, that we don't have to stand before God and uh, give an account and uh, so that we can earn our salvation. We'll stand before God and we'll give an account. And for everything we weren't able to count right, um, the Lord is going to say Jesus took care of that on the cross and salvation is free uh, for those who trust in Jesus Christ. That's our message of hope. That's why we don't have to grieve like the rest of mankind. That's why we can take a year like this and celebrate hope. This is Open Line Friday. I got to take a break. I'll get to your calls as soon as we get back. The number is 888-528-2557. If you would like to call, you can call about anything on Open Line Friday. This is the last show of the year. But uh, one of the great things that we can share together is what God did as a blessing for us this year. Uh, What is your biggest blessing of 2022? 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. I'll be back as the Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Open line Friday. Anything you'd like to talk about, you can give us a call. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. The topic of the day is what are you most blessed with from 2022. What's your best moment? What did God do in your life this year that was unexpected, that was your greatest blessing? How would you leave 2022 in this way on a positive note? 888-528-2557. Terry, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm good, Terry. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year as well. Yeah, I was just listening to that one caller who her mother had passed away, and I was thinking to myself, because my mother passed away several years ago, and all I can say is my mother's last breath on earth was her first breath in heaven. Mm. Uh, my mom lived her life that way, and so I wasn't even worried about it. I think the thing that we still listen to, sorry for ourselves, when my brother and I say, you know, we miss our mom and our dad, they're no longer with us, and, and of course, now we say as brothers and sisters, we all have to support each other because the way that our parents supported us since our parents are here. But on that note, I want to say a great thing that was so positive for me is when my brother came down to Southern California, I hadn't seen him in quite a few years, and he came down with his family and was for his birthday. And it was so amazing, Scott. Like All I can say is I was so happy. I must have been beaming the whole time, and my brother said something beautiful. So it was his birthday about me and the family and how he almost cried thinking what we were all together and, and we're all going to get together and do something. And then I was going to say that I would believe that God is blessing me with my breakthroughs. I've had a lot of people just, I looked at them and said, did you just give me a blessing? I guess you did. 
Um, and so knowing that uh, 2023 is going to be my year and I'm ending 2022 in a positive note is a blessing in itself. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Terry. It's always good to be with people, right? We've missed people so much the last couple of years for various reasons. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's what we realized, boy, that, you know, when that time happened, that's like three or four years that you didn't get to see them. I know, it's crazy, so, huh? so, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. they're so nice seeing my nephew. He's one of my favorite nephews, but then I say that, Scott, to all my nephews. <laughs> You're my favorite. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we all had a great time, and I think we're all going to try to go to Comic-Con, and they're either going to cosplay with me. That's how much I love those guys. Wow. Family and friends. All right. Well, that sounds like a great time. I hope that you do have a great time. Happy New Year, Terry. And thanks for calling Southern California Live. You know, she talked about uh, her last breath on earth, her mom's last breath on earth being her first breath in heaven. It reminded me of a story. uh, I'm not sure if this is true, but I think it's true. It's kind of all over the place. But sometimes these things are myths or it was really somebody else. But the story is at Winston Churchill's funeral that the funeral that he planned, you know, people like that planned their funeral before they died. Uh, that his wishes called for a bugler who would be positioned high in the dome of uh, St. Paul's there to play taps after the benediction of his funeral. So taps was played, and it was meant to represent that physical life was over. But then the instruction was is that as soon as taps was finished, another bugler placed on the other side of the great dome would play the notes of Reveille. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. And the whole idea is what he wanted to communicate is that, yes, I'm dead in this body, but I have been risen. And uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, whether that was him or or just somebody else's idea, it's that is that's the idea of of our resurrection in Christ for those who know him. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number. Open line Friday, but we're taking your calls on what your biggest blessing was for twenty twenty two. Ted in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, sir. Ted, City of the Angels. Thank you so much, Scott. My biggest blessing of the year is listening to you come on the air. Oh, well, thank you. Well, yeah, the patience you've had with everybody, the non-biased, and uh, uh, just in a loving way, you know, just to deal with a knucklehead like me is, uh, says, uh, speaks volumes. (laughs) And uh, I, what I really want to do is address, because I know you said uh, being, um, you know, honest is to admit when you're in the middle of being a a drunkard, because I'm going to say, as the Bible said, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to add to it and call it alcoholics. And you're basically um, saying that uh, to admit it when you're in it is is yes, you know that I had become a drunkard and and uh, for 20 years till 1997, and then I, through the grace of God, you know I don't call myself that anymore. And what I was pertaining to is the original Big Book of AA. Uh, once they had recovered from that seemingly hopeless state of mind, body, and soul, um, they were called ex-alcoholics, and they were called the ex-alcoholic working with the newcomer who was an alcoholic, pertaining to that book. Now, the Bible says, beware the curse of the drink. So I was cursed, okay? yeah. and, uh, and I was a drunkard. And, uh, and my, my next my question to you is, uh, you know, it talks about G- Jesus said, uh, these people won't inherit the kingdom of God, adult, adulterers, uh, sexual immorality, you know, uh, thieves, uh, greedy, drunkards, slanderers, you know, on and on and on. Now, once we have been saved through, through our Holy Spirit, and, uh, ba- basically, you know, our, our record's been expunged. He re- does not remember. It does not hold us to the accountability of all that we have done. And we no longer are living like that. 
whether it be a homosexual or whatever, and you've changed your ways, you, you've repented, do you identify as a drunkard? You know, that's, that's, a, my big... that's a great question, uh, Ted, and I appreciate that question a lot. Appreciate you, my friend. It's been great getting to know you this year. Thank you so much for uh, being in our audience. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, you know, uh, his question is a, is a really good one. And we talked, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before, we were, we were talking about how important it is to um, – we're dealing with a homeless thing, right? And we have all – I think that was the, the subject. At some point, we were talking about how important it is just to call it what it is, right? If you are an alcoholic or you're an addict. Maybe it was, a, maybe it was recently we – addict is one of those words they are saying that Stanford said you're not allowed to say addict. And a lot of you who are addicts called up and said that's ridiculous. Um, that it's, you have to acknowledge it. Here's what I would say to your question as a Christian. I think you have to acknowledge your sin and what you are without Christ. And there may be a very good sort of just in this world, if you're going to help people, you know, to acknowledge that, you know, if you were at one point a drunkard, as you call it, or an alcoholic, that you still might be in the sense that your body would, you know, biologically crave uh, that alcohol that way. You shouldn't go back into it. But I do think, Ted, what you're getting at is right, that as a Christian, we are a new creation. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. And I think there is plenty of justification in Christ to be able to say, uh, I used to be a drunkard, but I am no longer. I used to be this, but I am no longer. Now, most of us are going to struggle with some things, right? There are certain things that we have sins in our life, struggles that we have beat, right? And we have, and they they are long gone in our past. We're not going to do them again. But there are some things in our life that we are going to struggle with until the end. Hopefully, the as we're doing that and we're giving that to the Lord, we still see ourselves as a new creation. Part of the freedom that we have in Christ is the the freedom not to sin. And one of the best ways to live in in Christ, to live understanding that you're a new creation, is to realize that following Christ is not a religious system of sin management, that following Christ is living in the freedom of, I don't have to sin, that I'm not going to be defined by that, that my identity is going to be in Christ, not in the drink or not in whatever it is that I've placed my identity in, which is ultimately what what sin is. And, you know, as Christians, I think that we have to see ourselves as saved. Uh, I think we've got to be wise to the fact that we deal with temptation, that the evil one, even though we're saved, uh, will tempt us to sin because it can damage our testimony. And there's a, there's a big part of our, quest, our testimony, I think, Ted, in, uh, in being honest with the things that have been a part of our life and by being able to point people to Christ, because there are so many people out there who you're going to know who are struggling like you said, with the curse of the drink. And the way out is Christ. The way to new life is Christ. The, the, that's why he's the way, the truth, and the life. He's all of those things. And part of the way is this is the way. This is the way into real life. So, you know, I think there, there might be a, if you're going to an AA group and you're recovering alcoholic, you know, it's probably fine to say, you know, I'm still an alcoholic. But I think in the conversation of it, you say, you know what, actually, this is in my past. And I have to be aware of the fact that my my sinful nature keeps wanting to creep in, and so I shouldn't be drinking. Um, but I have been saved. I'm a new creation. It's a very positive um, and hopeful expression and understanding of our faith that Jesus has made us new. 
And I'm glad for that for you, Ted. Thanks for calling and being a part of our show. 888-528-2557. What's your greatest blessing of 2022? 888-528-2557. Jackie, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jackie. Um, Thank you so much. Oh, my greatest blessing really is just this was the best year for me following the Lord. Oh, I'm so glad. Lord, just reading the word and following the Lord. I've been having a lot of family problems, and I just remembered a verse, cast thy cares upon you because you care for me, 1 Peter 2, 7. And I would say that verse, and I would give my my problems to God. And my family, we are doing so much better. We are united, and I know it's the Lord. I know it's the Lord. And I just, that's, and that's my resolution for ne- for the new year. Just keep on following the Lord. Luke ten twenty seven. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, and thy neighbor as thyself. That was my resolution last year. It's my same one for this year. So I just want to give glory to God. I wanted to share this. And Happy New Year, and thank you for letting me talk. That's thank great, you. Jackie. Thank you very much for sharing that. And Happy New Year to you. And that is a great resolution for every year, wherever you are. This is Southern California Live, Open Line Friday. We are sharing our greatest blessings of 2022 as we close out the year. One segment left. Call now, 888-528-2557, I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Friday edition of Southern California Live continues. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Final segment of 2022, final open line Friday. So we thought we'd end the show this year by by talking about what it is that is the biggest blessing in our life in 2022. What's the biggest and greatest blessing of 2022 before we get together and and uh, maybe you've got plans tomorrow night to get together with people as New Year's Eve and sing Auld Lang Syne and then nobody asks what it means because nobody really knows what it means. And uh, But you sing it anyway, and that's the tune, and the ball drops, and the rain is going to be here in Southern California. And we got, I think 2023 is going to be just fantastic, another great year in the Lord. What is your blessing of 2022 as we prepare to leave that behind? 888-528-2557. Chris, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello, Scott. Hi, Chris. So my 2022 was excellent by having a lot of friends. And even knowing that you're still alive for 23, and also that wonderful girl that I'm with right now, um, she's also made my blessing of 22. And I also um, um, got reinformed to Christ last Wednesday, and because I did it for myself, I did it to show others how this means to me for 22 and for the rest of my life. And, you know, um, and there's a lot of people out there in, in, um, the U S that I love and they're dear ones. And I also have a daughter that made my 22 better for 23 because I haven't seen her for about 14 years now, 15. And the most thing I have to say that I'm grateful for is, I'm grateful for your company to stay 
around so that the message can get out to people who need to listen to the message. And I'm also grateful for my um, best friend that's in Minnesota Hmm. for being there for me for 22 and so this has been a good year for you in uh, rebuilding some relationships. You said you hadn't seen your daughter in uh, 14 years. That means you saw her, you, you connected with her again this year? All 15 years. I'll be connecting with her next year. All right. That sounds good. And you said that on Wednesday, you uh, did you rededicate your life to Christ? Is that what you said? Yes. All right. Well, good for you. What led you to do that? Well, I did some things in the past and I realized that I've done something wrong and I needed to rededicate my life to Christ and to show people, you know, it's it's not okay to fall away and to sin and that it's time to get baptized if you haven't or turn your life around and it doesn't it doesn't have to be um, doing drugs or alcohol. It can be doing prostitution, um, any of that. There's all kinds of things, years. right? Yeah. Well, hey, and Chris. Also for 22. Yeah. Got, I also started a Yorba Linda, California, uh, Yorba Linda Sober Squad in, for California. And that's for anybody from anything, any addiction, anything that wants to um, get their life back to normal. In uh, in your Belinda, there. Good for you, Chris. Chris, uh, I'm grateful for you and listening to our show, and mostly that the uh, that you've re- rededicated your life to the Lord. We were you listening a few minutes ago where we talked about being a new creation. Chris, you still with me? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, were you listening a few minutes ago when we talked about being a new creation? Yes, I have. Yeah. You know, take that into the uh, new year. Do you have a church that you're a part of, Chris? Yeah, um, I've been a part of the Church of Christ, and I'm going to the one in Anaheim. And do they uh, teach the gospel there, Chris? Most definitely, and they even teach you different ins and outs about relationships and other things, and they teach you how to learn the steps you need to learn. All right. Well, Chris, I want you to uh, to dedicate your life uh, in 2023. Would you do this and uh, get into your scriptures and uh, really read the Gospels and know who Jesus is and the grace of God? Read the the book of, want- of Galatians and uh, John and really know who he is because you are a new creation in Christ, forgiven, and uh, not because of anything you've done, but because Jesus died for you. I'm always out there for anybody if they need to reach me out on Facebook. All right. Keep doing that, uh, Chris. Thank you for calling Southern California Live, and keep growing in your faith this year. Make sure you're dedicated and reading the Word of God and, and, and drawing closer to Him that way. You're listening to Southern California Live, our final segment of 2022, 888-528-2557. What are your greatest blessings of 2022? Joshua and Glendora, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott. How you doing? I'm good, Joshua. Thanks for calling. Uh, so um, I got a two-year-old boy uh, named Moses, a wonderful little boy. Um, I, unfortunately, had gone through a real bad divorce and uh, had to fight 
just to see my my son just a little bit and um i didn't see i didn't really i saw him but not a I didn't really get to see him for the last two years. Mm. And um, after two years, um, on, on his birthday on October 1st, I won full custody of my son. Uh, it was a lot of, you know, a lot of bad stuff on um, my ex's end. Yeah. Uh, had to happen for that, uh, you know, so I'm grateful. Um, I'm very grateful I have my boy after two years, and we are very close, and... Um, it's uh, it was hard. It's, it's still hard, but oh, yeah. uh, it's uh, it's I'm I yeah, just real grateful for that. Well, Sometimes I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that for you, Joshua. <laughs> if you got full custody, I know what that means. That's not easy, especially for uh, dad. Yeah, especially in California. Especially in California. Yeah, a lot of yeah. That should say something, you know. Yeah, so so um, you know, I got, I got my boy now, and um, you know. Uh, one of the things I was constantly praying for the last two years was, you know, Lord, give, give them to me and I'll give them, I'll give them back to you. And, um, I feel like I, I'm, I'm trying to hold up that side of the, you know, the, the, the deal, but I feel like I fail, you know, so much, you know, on keeping my word, uh, to God, but you know, this, <clears throat> yeah. this next year, I want to, uh, I really want to give them, give them to God, you know? Yep, I know. You know, one of the best things you can do, and this is something that as a father myself, you know, I knew this, but I had to learn it with my boys, is they're watching everything you do. And the best way to give them to yeah. the Lord is to make sure you're following the Lord and they see that example. Even when you mess up, that they see you repent. Yeah, and yes, you, I agree. Yeah, and if you do that, they're going to remember that. They really will. They're even though he's two, he's he's paying attention to things that you wouldn't even oh, imagine. Yeah. And that's oh, the yeah. greatest thing. So so you follow Christ, repent when you mess up, and don't worry about being the perfect dad. You're not gonna be. But yeah. you've got one. He's the uh he's your father in heaven and grow in your faith. And uh, you know, these years that you're gonna have him, it's just the greatest thing in your life to to be a dad to that kid. Can I pray for you real quick? Yes, sir. God, thank you for Joshua. I know that it's such a hard thing that he's going through, and uh, there's all kinds of circumstances, obviously, here. I pray that for his son Moses, that he would be the greatest dad, the greatest example of Christ. I pray that you would help him to walk with you in his life, that he would repent where he needs to, that he would not put pressure on himself to be perfect, but that he would grow as a man of God and that Moses would notice those things, and that he would lead Moses uh, to the Lord just the way he promised when you answered his prayer. I thank you for Joshua. I thank you for what happened here, and I pray for him and Moses that 2023 would be a great year growing closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome, Joshua. Have a good year. Happy, happy thank New you. Year. Thanks for listening. All right, I'm going to take one more. Christopher, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Christopher. Happy New Year. Just a few seconds here. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, my name is Christopher Michael, and when I stopped drinking in 2019, I have been seeing endless amounts of signs from God 
that I'm going to receive, believe it or not, millions to billions of dollars, at which time I'm going to reinvest it with programs to help our veterans. I know exactly where it's going to be. I know exactly who to contact. And it, it could be the first trillion dollar company in the world because it's a private, it's well, a nonprofit. Hey, all right, Christopher, if that is the truth, if that's something that really happens, then uh, what you need to do is make sure that you uh, really do what you're telling the Lord, okay? And uh, if it doesn't happen, then what you need to do is reject wherever you think those signs are coming from because God does not send us falsehoods like that. I'm I'm out of time with that. That's a big deal. I know a friend who... Uh, he told God that if he won the lottery, he'd give half uh, to the church, and he, he won $60,000, and he had to give 30000 And he said he really fought it, you know, because he didn't really mean it when he was praying, but then he realized I made that promise, and he did it. Uh, he did it. Everybody, we're out of time, and I know there's so many great stories, and I want to thank you uh, for welcoming me into your life this year in 2020. You, a huge deal for me. I'm grateful for my family, my wife, Christy, and my two boys, James and John. And uh, my friends, if you're listening, uh, old friends and new friends this year has been so great, but it's great to have you in my life. And all the people I work with here at Salem, KKLA, KEPRZ, thank you for what you do every single day. And for all of you, it's a blessing to be with you every day, to be friends with you, and to chat with you every day on this show, and to be in ministry together. Thanks for making 2022 a great year for me and my family. I look forward to being with you in 2022, 2023. We're out of time. Happy New Year. God bless you. I'm Scott Furrow for Southern California Live. We'll be back next week in the next year from 3 to 5 every day. God bless you. See you then.